if we still have to debate and explain why it is important to prioritize a relationship with God and pursuing that relationship, whatever ways and whatever tools you understand as being tools meant to assist you and aid you in your pursuit of a relationship with God, if we still have to debate whether that is important or not, then we are in very, very big trouble. This is probably one of the most important discussions we're going to be having all year, to be quite honest, because it is it there is no better or bigger or more meaningful relationship that you will ever have apart from your relationship with God. And it's quite interesting how God approaches the idea of relationship because he says, if you love me, then love the people that I love, you know, the people that I've created. So God has a sense of of, of having a give back mentality if you want to have a relationship with me. Love and live peaceably with the people around you. So I, I, I start off by saying that to just bring out the fact that God does not necessarily want us to isolate ourselves in some mountain and spend years uh, pursuing him. Because even though that will help you pursue God with more intent, it will help you pursue God with a sense of discipline and without any distraction. The thing that it's also going to cause you to do is to not learn how to practically pursue God in the midst of people. And that's what makes pursuing God difficult, right? The fact that you need to make an effort to pursue God while you're still balancing that with your nine to five and all of its stresses. That is if you have a job. That is if you're at the age where you have to provide for yourself and for someone else to make sure that you earn a living. Um, and if you're in high school, it is it is much easier for you to pursue God because all you have is school homework, assignments, and projects. You have nothing beyond that. And the beauty, the one thing I miss about school is the fact that, you know, when school is, is, is school finishes at like latest two o'clock. And if you have extra classes, it's not every single day of the week. Um, and those are usually for a season and you don't have to do them for the rest of your life. And I mean, for me personally, uh, thinking back, I wish I had taken more extra classes, right? Uh, to better myself at certain subjects and modules that I used to find difficult. But the point of this is to say, the younger you are, the less things you have to stress about. And that is the perfect time to invest um, a lot of time in pursuing a genuine and sincere relationship with God. And the older you get, because the older you get, the harder it becomes, right? And, and, and this is what I've had to learn. And this is what I've monitored as I've grown, as I've matured, and as I've picked up more responsibilities along the way. It becomes so much more difficult um, and so much more challenging to pursue God. But the thing about starting when you're young, which is what I want to encourage you to do, is that the older you get, the more the discipline becomes ingrained within you. And by the time you get older, it just becomes part of what you do. You know, you've incorporated it into your daily schedule and your body now has it just enjoys it. It enjoys being in that space. And I've also experienced that and I've loved it. Right. Um, I would say the discipline of pursuing God, thinking back to when I was young and I was in primary or high school, 
I would say my discipline started a bit late. When I was in primary, I, I, I did not have a sense of discipline and I didn't have, unfortunately, I, didn't, I did grow up in a family that prays, but we, 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 it, it wasn't a daily thing. My mother prayed early in the morning and we'd all hear her wake up and pray for all of us, for her home, pray about her finances, which is something that really taught me of the importance of pursuing God and praying and being diligent. Um, in your pursuit of God, right? My mother would wake up in the very wee hours of the morning before the sun even came up. And she would do this Monday to Friday while still having to get ready for work. And and, and there are some of us who grew up in those contexts, right? Where we have people in our lives that we are able to monitor and view and learn from. Like you see your father, your aunt, your grandparents waking up in the morning and going out to pray. Um, and there's a lot you learn from witnessing that. Now, when I was in primary, I didn't understand the value and the significance of just being able to get up in the morning and take on the responsibility of pursuing God on my own shoulders. But the older I, I got, the more what I saw my mother do started making sense, you know, the more that I, it became easier for me to translate and put into practice. Now, when I say I didn't grow up in a, in a family where my mother wouldn't wake us up and say, come pray with me, you know, she wouldn't force us to do it, which I appreciate to a large extent. Um, it wasn't something that we were forced to do as kids or my mother put pressure on us to do. Uh, although going to church was non-negotiable for my mother. And I imagine that I'm not the only one. Uh, she was quite adamant about the fact that you will go to church, which built in that sense of fellowship, that understanding that I need to be amongst uh, um, uh, my fellow believers. Now, then when I got into from primary to high school, um, it took a while before I started putting it upon myself and seeing it as my own responsibility to build and maintain a relationship with God. But in high school, I, I honestly, honestly, especially the more I became senior. So like when I got to um, my last three grades, grade um, eight, I think it's grade 9, 10, 11, no, it's grade 10, 11, 12. That's when I got a lot more serious, right? Where I started pursuing God with a lot more diligence, where I stopped caring what people think about the things I value. Um, and I just immersed myself. And the things that I used to do a lot is just before I going to bed, I used to pray. I used to read at least one chapter a night. And I used to, I got to a point where I enjoyed reading it out loud because I was also working on my reading and learning how to read flawlessly, right? Uh, which, I mean, <laughs> I managed to improve, but I think I, I still have a lot of learning to do in that regard, especially with reading the Bible, right? And how difficult some of the words you, you stumble upon. I used to read the King James Bible, <laughs> by the way. Um, so now moving from high school, then I got into varsity and it became a lot more challenging because varsity became a place where I was trying to figure out what my routine is. And, and I, I really wish I had more help. Um, and, and if you're listening to this and if, if, if you can find and if you're in varsity and you're far away from home, I would encourage you to find a place where you can plant yourself. Right. I know that this is supposed to be a conversation about reflecting on just how much time have you set apart to invest in seeking God? That's what this is supposed to be about. But more specifically this year, um, this year, 
But what I want to make it uh, about is also just looking at your life as a whole, right? Just reflecting on how, which points in your life did you uh, uh, designate time to pursue God? Were you most diligent? And sometimes it's good to look back on those moments because it reminds you of the fact that you are able and you are capable. So let's say maybe you've gotten older. You know, when I got to varsity, it became a bit more challenging to pursue God. I had to be a lot more intentional, especially because I didn't have my mother to constantly remind me to pray or for me to witness her praying every day. Um, You know, it, it became more something that I had to carry on my own shoulders. It had to be something I reminded myself to do. Going to church, I didn't have someone to wake me up in the morning. So I had a lot of freedom. Which And when, when we have freedom, we have reasons to abuse that freedom. You know, it's so much easier for you to stay in bed than to get out of bed and go and pray uh, or take a prayer walk or go and read your Bible uh, in the morning or before you go to bed. Uh, but I, I, I've really learned to value these disciplines. I don't always get them right and I don't always do them perfectly. And I imagine that throughout this year, you might have not always done it as as much as you would have wanted to um and 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 i just want to encourage you to forgive yourself right um and allow god to encourage you and also forgive you um and and by forgiveness i don't want to point you out as being this evil person how dare you you know because the mere fact that you feel bad about it that in it of itself means a great deal it means that to you pursuing god with a certain level of consistency is important and that means a great deal if you can look back throughout this year and think to yourself i should have done more that in itself is a very big deal um, and you should at the very least use it as as fuel as a form of encouragement to say to yourself yes you know, I'm glad that I put in, I, 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 not that I put in, but I, I, I'm, I am encouraged by the fact that this desire to pursue God is even there. That's a very, very important thing that we sometimes take for granted. Um, and I would encourage you to not be the person who takes that for granted. Absolutely. I would absolutely encourage you to not be the person who takes that for granted. Um, now, going continuing with um you know the journey that i was explaining my own journey and how um i've i've been you know with my relationship with god in, in varsity i had a lot of struggles that i needed to overcome personal struggles that 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 uh, uh you know sort of like hindered my relationship with god i was learning what does it mean to be me um i didn't have any form of consistent discipline you know i'm a routine person the more routine i have the more productive i become um and the more diligent i become in pursuing nearly anything so i had a very shaky um, 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 varsity life in terms of my journey with God, but I was making an effort to be a person who pursues God, go to whatever church um, um, I was invited to, or I felt that, you know, here I could stay here. Uh, because I, I, I can absolutely say that in 2022, finding a church to commit to is not an easy thing to do. And I think especially when you're in varsity, because you, you have the side of you that wants to find a church uh, that has cool friends that you can 
people you can socialize with, people you can have common ground with and talk about things that interest you and that interest them versus you just finding people who are committed and dedicated to God and people who will encourage you to God. And in, in, amidst all, all of that, there's also the factor or the challenge that not every church is a church worth going to. Not every church follows the word of God. Not every church prioritizes scripture in the way that they should. Some churches are more focused on hype. Some churches are more focused on looking good rather than being good. You know, some churches preach doctrines that are that are such off ramps, right? And that don't focus on building a a meaningful and a, and a very dedicated relationship with God. And that's something you as a young person should keep an eye out for. Now, fast forwarding to now, um, now I'm at a place where I've, 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 I've really, um, I, I can reflect on that journey that I've gone through. And I can look at points in my life where I've been committed to God and I've done the most. And I can quite honestly say that in my adult life, uh, where I've had the most freedom, I've, I, I can look back and say I've put in the most effort to pursue God. There are many mistakes I've made. I'm not going to pretend as though they aren't, but I've made the most. Um, and, and more specifically, ref reflecting back on this year, I can say I could have put more effort because I've had periods in my life where I've gone years of just being committed, having, uh, you know, my, my I, I'm not a person who waits until we're fasting as a group. You know, I, I tend to rather decide on my own that I'm going to use these days for fasting throughout the year. And then I just do that. Um, and if you come to me and say, let's fast 20 days or let's fast a week, I, I, I'm, I'm generally not that type of person to jump in head first. Um, I'm, I'm, I prefer to be consistent and to be, you know, over a long period of time rather than to have these bursts of fasting, um, as, as a lot of people uh, prefer to do. Um, and I love those. I enjoy those. And I haven't done those as much this year. Um, another thing I feel like I haven't done as much is I haven't been as consistent in my Bible study sessions, uh, which I absolutely love because they just isolate my thoughts with God um, so well. Um, another thing is I, I enjoy taking prayer walks. I, I don't think I've been as, as diligent and as consistent. Um, and, I, and you know what? I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that it is not important for me to do that. But at the same time, I'm not going to convict myself so much that the guilt just weighs too much on my shoulders that I cannot even pick up from where I left off. Uh, but you know what? The one thing I'm going to encourage you to do in closing is what are the things that you feel you need to do? Because remember, when you're trying to make a change and live differently as we enter into a new year, you cannot come out of the blue and say you're going to do 10 things because now you think that that's going to be what fixes your relationship with God or puts a smile on God's face. You know, you need to find at least three things. Is it going to be prayer? You know, are you going to fast more? Or are you going to take more prayer walks? Are you going to read your Bible more? I mean, for me personally, the most effective things in terms of building and maintaining a relationship with God have always been Bible study, prayer, and fasting. Those are the top three on my list. And I don't know what it is for you. Um, some of some it may be worshiping, right? Getting up in the morning and just giving God praises. Uh, it may be praying in tongues. It may be whatever it may be for you. 
make an effort to commit yourself to those things. Um, and just do it for the whole year. Think in law in the long term. Don't think this month or these few days. Think of the things that you can do for a lifetime. And that will be the highlight of your walk with God. And just commit to that. And then designate times and periods within the day or within the week or within the month. Um, obviously, it needs to be way more frequent than once a month. Uh, but dedicate that time and just do it. Um, and remember that it's okay to start, if you're going to be pre your prayer sessions, it's okay to start with a 10-minute prayer session or a 5-minute prayer session a day and build up from there. Don't be ashamed to do or to start small and go big.